0: Hello everybody, Rob Corbin. Several years ago, four or five years ago, I went to Washington, DC. It was my third or fourth trip there and my second trip to the National Holocaust Museum. This was the first trip that my wife joined me and we spent a good portion of the day at the National Holocaust Museum. Being able to see firsthand in knowledge and living proof what happened to millions of people, not only Jewish people, but other people who were killed during the uh, Holocaust. The museum, you could spend, uh, again, you could spend a good portion of a day and still not see everything that there is. To see the original footage, to see the tens of thousands of shoes that were left at the side of the barracks when people went into the gas chambers to see all the hair that was shaved off of their heads and the gold taken from their teeth. And uh, to see the, the actual cattle cars that they rode into the concentration camp and to see portions of the gas chamber, which I also saw when I was uh, in Poland, near Krakow at Auschwitz concentration camp, which I've been to twice. The reason that I'm bringing this up is because some terrible, terrible things have happened before in the history of our world, which has resulted in Innocent people dying needlessly because of the misguided beliefs and the racism and the bigotry and the hatred towards people because of their race, or because of their religious beliefs, or because of the color of their skin, or because of their religion, and here we are in 2021, and we're seeing exactly the same thing that we saw in the 1920s and 30s in this country with slavery and systemic racism, not only in this country, but in other countries in the world, and reliving a nightmare that most of us thought was over or at least had lessened in the decades prior to now. And the fact is that in the past four years, so much destruction has been done in this country and woken up a silent majority of people who feel that it's okay to be able to look at another human being strictly based upon their religious beliefs and to justify that they should be executed or killed or, again, by the color of their skin. I was uh, When I went to the National Holocaust Museum the second time, uh, which again was four or five years ago, it was different because at the museum, towards the end of the exhibits, were actual survivors of the Holocaust that you could speak with. This was new to me and something that I was interested in uh, having an opportunity to speak to an actual survivor of the Holocaust. And so I waited patiently in line to be able to speak with a lady who was at that time, I'm guessing in her mid eighties. And after 15 or 20 minutes of waiting in line, I finally was able to approach her and to talk to her and to ask her a couple of questions. One of the things that this lady mentioned to me is that she said, even today, which was over 60 years ago in history, that she went through the Holocaust as a child. She said that she could never, ever look at a German in the eyes again. And when I heard that, I was stunned and I was shocked because this lady, although surviving the Holocaust, was still holding a generation of people hostage. there is no way that we can blame an entire previous generation for the actions of people today, some of who live life with tremendous remorse and regret at what their parents or grandparents did during the Holocaust and, and as a member of the SS and so forth. And so, upon speaking with this lady, it made me realize that she is still a prisoner of the Holocaust 60 or 70 years later and it's by choice because she continues to hold anger and bitterness and resentment and hate of what happened 60 to 70 years earlier and she's the one that's suffering not people who were born 20 or 30 years ago in Germany who have a love a natural-born love for for all people. People who are doctors and nurses and, and, and people who are studying academics and people who are making huge contributions to this world. And we can find these people in every single country of the world. People who are born with love and they're born with goodness in their hearts and they continue to live life the way that they should. And people who have, again, remorse and regret over what their ancestors did, which we cannot hold the new generation responsible for. And so it made me realize how needlessly this lady was, was suffering because of the fact that she could not let go of the past and become emotionally free, which she so, so deserved. And then, most recently, I say recently in the past several years there have been an onslaught of validation of what i call the silent majority which are millions and millions of people who were born in this world with love in their heart and were taught hatred and bigotry and racism and that the color of our skin determines the superiority of who we are as a race and that not everybody is equal, which is against our forefathers in this country and their beliefs and the constitution and the values that we all share as Americans. And so it made me realize how prevalent hate and anger and bitterness is and how difficult it is to let go of these negative feelings because all of us deserve to be emotionally free. Every single one of us deserves to be emotionally free. But here's the the biggest truth. And the biggest truth is that we are all born into this world with love in our hearts. Negative energy and all of these negative thoughts and acts of display that we are somehow better than someone else because of the color of our skin or religious beliefs are taught. They're taught by our parents at an age when we are powerless and we have a lack of wisdom to be able to distinguish between right and wrong. We have no choice but to believe those who are our parents or are raising us as young children and then we buy into the story, we buy into the belief, and we end up coming to a point in our life where we're now older and we can make choices, whether we want to continue to hang on to, the, to these beliefs, or do we want to change and understand a higher truth about the equality of all of us in this world? So you know, forgiving is sort of like that. Forgiving doesn't really mean that we're letting go of what happened in the past. It's simply that we're freeing ourselves emotionally, to be able to live in the future with joy and peace and contentment, which all of us deserve. So I wanted to just share a little bit with you about my thoughts on that, and that we need to be able to go forward in this country with educating people as to the truth and what's right and true equality, because that's the way that we were made. That's the way that we were created in this world. Anyway, I want to thank you for listening to this somewhat sober message, but something that's been in my mind and heart for the past couple of days. And uh, I uh, appreciate your time. Thank you.